radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Turtle. Yeah, I'm going to take myself. I will never go against myself. Prime time. He's going to the danger zone. Let's go. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Skull, use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? Already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Music created by Brian Swanson. Welcome, everyone, to the Week 13 Preview Show Fantasy Football Scoop and Coop. That's a good poop. It was a little, uh, you know, hesitated poop. Sometimes those... Didn't, didn't know where it was going. Yeah. You, you hate when those come. Yeah. <laughs> I am Tony. I am joined as always by Bishop, and uh, we have cleared Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has come and gone. Uh, how how was your Thanksgiving? Not too bad. I guess the like the food was phenomenal, but uh, Serbia tying a terrorist country or whatever it was was pretty terrible. But oh well. Was was there many chevops on the uh, on 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 the on the plates at at Thanksgiving? No, man. I wish like chevop was like a Thanksgiving thing. I don't think it, you know what. That's a good idea. I think I'm gonna make it happen next Thanksgiving. I mean, you have your own house. You could make it a thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, we we don't cook. Uh-huh. We, we always go places. But yeah, the next place I'm gonna go. I mean, like yeah, chevops. I'll bring the chevops. Absolutely. Be like, Here, cook this for me, please. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, a, a positive report on my mashed potato consumption. Uh, you know how they, like they make everybody bring a dish to Thanksgiving? Well, at least my family family does. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in charge of the mashed potatoes this year, buddy. So I uh, I made those extra good. They were creamy. They were uh, they were not lumpy. They were they were very good. I had about three servings. I want to say of mashed potatoes. Mm. Nice. So you you don't like lumpy mashed potatoes? I do not. No. Oh, I'm kind of a fan of those. Really? I, I yeah, like I, I like both, but I definitely don't hate lumpy. No, I'm a simple man. You know, just give me mm-hmm. some give me some buttery mashed potatoes with salt and garlic, a little bit of pepper, and uh, I'm a happy man. And I was on Thanksgiving because I had mashed potatoes. I was thinking about you when I was having my mashed potatoes. I'm like, I bet you Tony's eating mashed potatoes right today. <laughs> so we had two Thanksgivings. One was at Jen's uh, family side, and then my mom had one on Sunday. And uh, the turkey 
on Sunday, my mom always gets a Popeye's seasoned turkey. Oh, yeah. So Popeye's will sell turkeys on Thanksgiving uh, that's already like seasoned and brined and ready to go. And it was the best turkey I've ever had in my life. It was chef's kiss. So Yeah, I think that's the one Michael always talks about getting. Oh. And he has, apparently there's like a waiting list to get on it. Yeah. I don't know how. Yeah, it's got to be a thing. Oh, it's a thing, buddy. Like, I, I cannot recommend it enough to people. Like, turkey is hard, is is really easy to screw up if you don't season it right or if you don't cook it right. But, like, having Popeye season it for you, I mean, all you got to do is cook the thing. You don't got to worry about, you know, basting it and doing all that other shit. So, um, highly recommend the Popeye's turkey to, to anybody who's listening uh, you usually got to buy them in like October <laughs> because they are hard to find. Yeah. 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 But uh, well worth it if you can get your hands on one. So highly recommend. And uh, <clears throat> since Thanksgiving is now over, it is full blown Christmas time at my house. Uh, Christmas lights are up. Decorations are up. And I uh, posted a poll asking when do you shop for christmas gifts uh the choices were black friday weekend before christmas day of christmas or i don't buy gifts uh somebody voted for i don't buy gifts and i'm gonna guess it was you i know actually i voted for the weekend before christmas okay all right so that's usually what i do that's pretty good i'm curious as to who is the grinch that doesn't buy gifts on if we if we were gonna guess i'm gonna say micah Okay. He Probably. sounds like the person who's anti-Christmas. Well, I mean, he he lives in away from his family, right? So that's probably a good good call, right? But he also seems the most grinchy. <laughs> okay, I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who who would you say it was? Uh, worm. I think it would be worm. Ah, good good answer too. Uh, you know, nose uh yeah, motion. Yeah, nose motion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> well, has Worm ever gotten you a Christmas gift? Your your family, your blood. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. We don't really get each other gifts. Huh. See? I was I, I might buy his, I, I usually get his kid something and he gets my kid something. Sure. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean you're you you guys are almost forty. You I mean Christmas gifts are, you know, whatever. <laughs> Christmas is for children, but uh, I still enjoy it. Hey Tony, let me ask you a quick quick question while we're on Christmas. When at what age did you stop believing in Santa? Oh, buddy. I want to say I was like 9 years old. Yeah, my kid's 10 and she still still kind of believes in it. Really? And I I kind of want to just like tell her like <laughs> like I I can't let this <laughs> keep going. Cuz I don't want her to be like one of those weird adults. Sure. You know what I'm saying? I I don't know what where the <clears throat> How, how this happens, right? There's no man. There's no chapter in this in the parenting manual. I I don't even. Do you like? Uh, do you do you gaslight her? Do you like play along with it, or you just like nod? When oh, she I'm gonna nod. walk up to her and be like, "Yeah, Santa's not real. I buy all your presents." Like very straightforward, like a band aid. You just rip it off. Um, oh man! So any other parents in the uh, in the league, if they could send an email next week and let me know how how to handle this, because I I so want to just tell her. I think I found out at school, like somebody at school was, was talking shit about Santa not being real. And, uh, I think that Christmas 
I like faked like I was sleeping, and I I saw I saw mom and dad go into the closet and drag a big you know box of presents to the front room, and then I knew then I knew it was over, Bishop. Mm. I knew I, it was all a lie the whole time. So that's what I'm gonna have to do, I guess. Yeah. All right. Thank you for your input. I appreciate it. No problem. All right. Well, I guess let's get into this show. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Hello and welcome to the week. What is this? 13th? 13. Yeah, let's, go, let's go with 13. Yeah. Waiver wire recap. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I'm going to start with Micah's Serbia acquiring wide receiver from Jacksonville, Zay Jones, for $70 and releasing Kadarius Tony. Wide receiver from Kansas City. <laughs> Tony, who is this guy? Zay Jones is a journeyman wide receiver. I want to say he was in Buffalo a couple years ago. And then I think he traveled to the Rams. And now he's in Jacksonville. And he's like the number three wide receiver in Jacksonville. But he's been on fire like the past three weeks. I think he's he's gotten like... Shit, I don't even have his game log, but uh, let me pull it up here. Yeah, you said a couple good weeks, eight and eleven with a bye in the middle. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. I'm sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. Uh, <laughs> Ten and eighteen. Yeah, so he the... he's had a, a good couple weeks here, um, but uh, I mean, if if Micah needed a guy and he 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 planted his flag on Zay Jones, I don't th- did he blow through his whole budget here? Yeah, he yeah that was it. He zeroed himself out. And uh, I would have been like, okay, whatever. He's just playing for the end of the year. He can't take it home with him. Yep. But then you mentioned journeyman, and I was like, ooh. Like, if this guy was like a young guy, like a like a rookie or a first-year guy, and he blows up at the end of the season and you got yourself a keeper, like, I can kind of see $70. Why not? But, yeah, this guy's a journeyman who's never done anything, and... Uh, he's on Jacksonville. <laughs> All right, so it was it was Oakland or La- Oakland or Las Vegas. It was not L.A. Um, okay. So Buffalo, Oakland, and now Jacksonville. Those are not three great teams for <laughs> wide receivers. Uh, but I get I get where Mike is coming from. I mean, he has to win this week, so I mean, he had to fire his bullets. Uh, so hopefully, it works out and for him. It looks like there was two other bids: fifteen and a zero for Zay Jones. Okay. It, so, there's that overpriced a bit, but you know, whatever you got, he, he spent all, he shot all his load and he got the guy he wanted. So what else can you do? All right. Next up we have uh BDI's D's nuts. The second coming acquiring Daryl Henderson running back from Jacksonville. Apparently he's on Jacksonville now and releasing Cole Komet for $22. I had no idea. Daryl Henderson is no longer on the Rams. Yeah, he or got just a different Daryl Henderson. <laughs> no, it's the same guy. He got cut a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, ETN had a a health scare uh, with his foot, but it looks like he's going to be okay. So, uh, kind of a, I don't know. Maybe he's hoping for the injury to get worse. I don't know. It's BDI. What, what can you do? Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Tony's occasional crotch chop, acquiring Benny Snell Jr. running back from Pittsburgh. And releasing Darnell Mooney, wide receiver from the Bears, for $22. Tony, what happened here? Well, what happened is I didn't... Well, I guess uh, Najee Harris 
had a oblique injury or a rib injury or something like that. Benny Snell was the guy that came in and got all the work. Uh, I did not want anybody to get a starting running back in week 13. Uh, so I just bid on this guy fully knowing that I was never going to play him. Uh, this was strictly a defensive maneuver, Bishop. And I figure I got fab money. Might as well use it. Darnell Mooney's hurt. Uh, so let's get rid of him. Um, so that's what that was. And you're going to say this. <laughs> we're going to talk about this again real soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring it back up. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got Matt's Sweet Home Gano acquiring J.K. Dobbins, running back from Baltimore, and releasing Chase Claypool, wide receiver for the Bears, for $5. He also has another $5 transaction where he acquires Atlanta Falcons defense and releases the Chicago Bears defense. So he appears to be cutting his ties with the Bears. <laughs> He still has a uh, quarterback. Though. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Why Dobbins was a pickup here. I, he might be coming back maybe, but that's a, not a great situation in Baltimore. Uh, maybe this is a keeper play for next year. I, I really don't know. I don't know what Matt's oh, could, doing here. Could be. Yeah. But he's still in playoff contention, right? Like, I don't think he has the roster spots to burn. I mean, Chase Claypool is going to see an, an increased role here uh, with Mooney going down, but I mean, who's throwing him the ball, right? Is it going to be Nathan Peterman or, yeah. <laughs> or is it Justin Fields? That's That remains to be seen. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, let's see. We have another $0 bid here. Oh, yeah, this is a $0 bid. Uh, Kowalski acquires Michael Gallup. I feel like that's a... I feel like he's 100 years old. I've heard that name forever. <laughs> a wide receiver from Dallas and releasing Elijah Mitchell running back from San Francisco. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell got a, a fucked up knee. So uh, he, he he was a quick pump and dump from uh, from, from KOL. <laughs> uh, yeah, Michael Gallup. I don't know. I think Des Bryant might be coming. Not Des Bryant. Excuse me. Odell Beckham might be coming to the uh, Cowboys. So... Uh, I don't know how big uh, Michael Gallup's role is going to be going forward here. I I also I want to apologize. I missed one. There is a new wave hookers five acquiring the Cleveland Browns defense for two dollars. Yes, and releasing the Indianapolis Colts defense. <laughs> I and not, have no comments. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing to say. Now we're going to go. <clears throat> excuse me. Into the the free moves. And we've got Giuseppe using his commissioner ownership, releasing. <laughs> sorry, I throw that in there. Releasing James Robinson, running back from the Jets, and acquiring my boy, uh, Michael Hasty. That's G your boy. Jamistical. Yeah, Jamistical. I think I used to have him last year. Oh, okay. Often cut and released whenever I needed him. Uh, yeah, I guess he's the backup in Jacksonville behind ETN. Yep. So. Uh, let's see. Up next, we've got Matt again, acquiring Mac Hollins, wide receiver from let's Vegas Raiders. Yep. And releasing Kylan Hill, who didn't have a team. He was the Green Bay guy, right? I have no idea. Yeah, it says with Green Bay. I guess <laughs> this this man was on a roster. He he literally has scored zero points. He's played two games. 
He had one attempt for seven well, yards one against rush. the Lions. <laughs> wow. And he was on someone's roster. He has seven more yards than I do this year. That's amazing. He was on someone's team. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. Next up, we have Tony. Oh, you, you cut your boy, Benny <laughs> Snell Jr., and acquired uh, Tyron Davis Price, running back from San Francisco. I I was driving in my car at a red light, and I was looking at Twitter, and I saw that Christian McCaffrey uh, <laughs> did not practice, and he has, quote-unquote, knee irritation. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I know irritation is not good in a knee. So that usually means swelling. Uh, so that is really not good for me. Um, like I said before, I had no plans on ever starting Benny Snell Jr. I just picked this guy up to be Christian McCaffrey insurance because now Elijah Mitchell's hurt. If McCaffrey ends up missing a the game, then this guy might be a guy to play. So that's that's all I'm doing here. Yeah, like whenever I hear the word irritation, my, my first thought goes to like uh, maybe something like maybe he's got like poison ivy on his knee <laughs> and he's just really itchy. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, he's got irritation." <laughs> I don't know. That's just me. Uh, let's see. And lastly, we have me releasing uh, who is this? The New Orleans Saints quarterback and acquiring the New York Jets quarterback. Uh, this is interesting because uh, Kowalski sent me a message yesterday asking how much fab I'm going to bid on. Uh, my, uh, what's his name? Mike White. Mike White. Yes. Yeah. And my response was, I don't know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> and then he told me it was the Jets quarterback. And I was like, ah, interesting. So now I was like, I'm not going to put any money, but if he's there later on, I'll, I'll, I'll swoop in and grab him. Man. So is this is this a possible keeper for you then? The Jets quarterback? Yeah, I mean they they got to go high, right? Like they got to draft one in the draft, and they got probably going to have a. Actually, they're not going to have an early pick. This should be interesting. No, they might I, be a I, playoff team, buddy. <laughs> it was more of a cut Dalton move okay. than a pickup Jets move. But uh, yeah, that'll conclude your waiver wire segment for week thirteen. Bam. Wow, that's quite longer than last week's. Yeah, last week's was great. <laughs> we need more of that, guys. There's a letter in your mailbox. And we got a couple emails from our uh, usual suspects here. First email from Dangerous Dan Kowalski, and it's titled Lottery Tournament. And it says, I just saw a Reddit comment that described how their league handles the lottery, and I really liked it. All right, follow me here, Bishop. Okay. Bottom four teams are in a playoff while the real playoffs are happening. The winning team gets the number one pick, runner-up gets second place, etc., etc. And Kowalski says, what is everyone's thoughts on this? So you're basically playing for the number one pick. Correct. Yeah, I mean, man, sounds interesting. I'd be interested in that. I don't know how... I mean, we'd have to vote on it and see what the rest of the league says. Sure. I'd, I'd be down for trying something different. But I also like the Rumble. Sure. I don't know how well that will impact our rumbling. Oh, there would not be. I, a, I mean, there'd be like, there'd be two teams in the Rumble <laughs> if we did, or four teams, four teams. Because four, four teams are in the playoffs. Four teams would be in this lottery. 
and then there'd be four teams in the middle that can't do anything. So, yeah, like I'm saying, like I'm definitely down for trying it. We'll see what the, everyone else says. Uh, it's I interesting. I don't like this because okay. the lottery is supposed to help the worst team. So, if the worst team ends up getting the fourth pick, then you're just kind of you're not getting help here. Like, <laughs> like this year, the fourth best team in this league is probably going to be 500. Uh, yeah, that's true. So, like, if you give a 500 team the number one overall pick, I think that's uh, it. Just kind of, kind of breeds poverty for the lower, <laughs> for the bad teams. Like, they can't get help to get better. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I just, I don't like this at all. I'd rather, I'd rather. Do the ping pong ball trick that Giuseppe likes to do. Anyway, thank you for the email. Next email from Hattori Hanzo, and it's titled Bleach Watch 2022. Oh, man. And it says, ain't it a bitch? Lose to Santino twice. Score over 100 points and lose. I lose after a defensive deduction is subtracted. <laughs> Josh Jacobs goes from averaging 4.5 points per game to a Hall of Fame caliber season, and Kenny Pitts is dead. <laughs> Not sure if Kenny is right, but fuck that guy either way. <laughs> I think it's Kyle Pitts, but that's awesome. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> On the bright side, USA beat Iran, and Mexico was sent packing today at the World Cup. Ivan Putsky is greater than El Jesus de Negro, uh, but I am still alive with a win and a Santino win. Uh, It says, Santino, there is a Star Trek VHS that I stole from Goodwill coming your way if you take down BDI this week. (laughs) Excellent email. Excellent email. Uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a season to forget for for Hanzo, and the fact that he still has a chance is remarkable. Amazing, like, right? Yeah, it's... yeah, that division's <laughs> incredible. All right, and then the last email we have again from Hanzo. It's titled "Big Money Hustler," and it says, "I spent seventy fab." dollars on an insurance policy and now said insurance policy needs a fucking insurance policy big money down the drain so zay jones we just talked about him uh he spent all of his fab on him and what's going on with zay jones bishop i uh good question like i just found out who he was like 10 minutes ago (laughs) Zay Jones is hurt. <laughs> he's he's questionable with a chest and was limited during practice today. So, yeah. <laughs> you spent all that money and it it ends up being a a guy that's already hurt. So that's that's not good. I don't think you can get a refund. I don't think you can, you know, get you, <laughs> get your fab money back. Uh, that's, that's good for emails. No clip from Giuseppe. I was hoping we could hear about all about his Italian Thanksgiving, but, uh, hopefully next week he can find some time to squeeze us in and let's talk about predictions. 
Uh, three teams end up with four out of six, and they were Giuseppe with four out of six, Turtle with four out of six, and Bishop with four out of six. I fucked up and got three out of six because I picked BDI, and he played the wrong kicker, and I lost. So season-long total. Giuseppe's in the lead with 49 correct. I am one behind with 48. Uh, Bishop, 42. And Turtle, 35. Uh, I believe that Turtle is mathematically eliminated from uh, winning this uh, Bishop. Yeah, probably about like week eight he was gone, but <laughs> it was fun to pretend anyway. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um, but I do have picks from Turtle and Bishop and uh, excuse me, Giuseppe. So let's get into the matchups. Uh, there's only two weeks left in the regular season, so we're gonna briefly talk about playoff chances. We're not gonna do the full uh, scenario podcast. That's gonna be next week, uh, just because there's gonna be some more clarity after this week. Uh, but we'll start as always in the balls Mahoney and uh, we start with my occasional crotch chop versus K walls robot unicorn attack. This is the biggest game of the year for me. Uh, we are both tied for the division lead at eight and four. Um, I can tell you that uh, Giuseppe has picked K wall and turtle has picked me Bishop. So, uh, yeah, this is, this is my bleach bowl. Uh, I know Micah just talked about his, uh, (laughs) but yeah, I'm going to be very nervous this entire weekend with this game. Uh, cause if you lose it, then you're pretty much playing for a wild card, which I don't want to do. Uh, so tell me Bishop, who do you think is going to win this one? Oh, this is going to be an interesting game. Uh, let's see here. Joe Burrow at home against the Chiefs with an over-under of 52.5. That sounds pretty juicy. Uh, I'm not sure if whether the Jamar Chase, the Klingon, is back. Do you have any idea if he's playing? I think he is practicing, so he could be coming back this week. It's not a, a for-sure thing yet. Dangerous. And uh, <clears throat> I got a feeling Josh Jacobs will come back to earth. And uh, Jonathan Taylor's got a tough, tough matchup at Dallas. Uh, Tony, I think you got a shot this week. Uh, I'm still very nervous about your, uh, looks like it's Josh Allen. I keep wanting to say Drew Bledsoe. Whenever <laughs> I see Buffalo quarterback. That's awesome. Uh, I think I got took too many hits to the head like Drew Bledsoe. Yeah. I'm just seeing stuff. Anyway, uh, and that's a Thursday night game. So yep. those are usually kind of questionable. Like you said, McCaffrey might, I, I think his poison ivy will heal up by Sunday. He should be fine. <laughs> Uh, Joe Mixon might be coming back, which is positive. So uh, it's going to be really close, but I'm going to take you, Tony. Yeah, I I do think this is a close game. Uh, I think I think my players are better. I think they had a shit week last week, and I hope to get Joe Mixon back this week. Uh, it's looked like he's practicing again, so it, it's likely that that will happen. And I'm going to tempt fate here. I'm going to pick my breakout player on my own goddamn team, Bishop. Mm, I, shot. I am poking the bear. 
I am flipping off the fantasy gods. I'm going to pick Christian Kirk to be my breakout player. They are playing Detroit. I think that game's going to be a shootout. It's 51 over under. Uh, you mentioned We mentioned Zay Jones a little banged up, so there's going to be lots of targets going around. I think he's going to catch a touchdown. And Josh Jacobs had that miraculous game last week, but he is questionable with a calf injury. He was limited in practice today, so we'll see we'll see what happens there. Uh I mean Jonathan Taylor, he he's getting like single touchdown games uh the past couple. He hasn't had had a multiple touchdown game, so I'm hoping that that'll continue, but they do get to play Dallas, who is one of the toughest defenses in the league. And Lat Murray, his other running back, gets to play Baltimore. Again, they they did not play well last week. They're going to be pissed off. That's a low on, on, over-under in that one. So I like my matchups better. I like my players better. I think I'm going to beat K-Wall this week. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I do have a carton of lemon-scented bleach Clorox just in case, you know. I have some eggnog, too, I could send you if you like. Okay. Have you ever had bleach lemon drop cookies? Just just question. No, I haven't, but it does sound pretty... Uh, Delightful, right? Satisfying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's going to be an interesting game uh, nonetheless. I think it's it could go either way. <clears throat> and let's go to the next matchup. Speaking about going either way... We have Turtles New Wave Hookers versus Bishop's Lucky Bastard. <laughs> and I love the Is that a real book or is this fake? Yeah, Joe Joe Buck wrote a book called Lucky Bastard. Really? Uh I I, I Google searched Lucky Bastard images to see what would come up and surprisingly there's a few pornos called that, so I had to like skip those. <laughs> and then I settled on the Joe Buck autobiography. Uh I don't know why I hate that guy, but he wrote a book called Lucky Bastard, which I'm sure <laughs> all of 12 people read. All right. Well, I got some bad news for you. Uh, Bishop, <laughs> Giuseppe, and Turtle both pick Turtle to win. Turtle is an 11.5 point favorite and a 72% chance to win, and he doesn't even have a defense in his lineup. He is He is down a player. And RT Sports says, yep, you're still going to win by 11.5 points. So I'm just going to pile on here. Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, you know, shit. Oh, yeah, Kirk Cousins versus the Jets. That's 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 trouble. That's trouble for you, buddy. I'm surprised you got him in the lineup. Or do I? Oh, did you make a change? Hold on, let me refresh. F five. No, no, no. I, I I picked up a quarterback. To you play. sure did. Yeah, you sure yeah. did. So we'll see. Come uh, you know noon on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson, Amon Ra, St. Brown, and Chris Godwin just put sixty-one points on me last week. Uh, I mentioned that 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 Detroit game is going to be a shootout. I think. So I think. Uh, yeah, I think Turtle takes care of business here. On you, Bishop. I am going to go the opposite way and take myself. I have a feeling the Dallas backfield will explode. Somebody on their will. And I will benefit from whoever it is. Um, 
Jeff Wilson's playing against his former team. Revenge game? Ooh, revenge question game. Mark? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I guess Raheem Moster might be coming back too, I heard, but which is also a revenge <laughs> game for him as well. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I, I just wanted to make a note. I don't have much to talk about in this game except for I'm going to win. Um, I made two pickups while we were while you were reading emails. Okay. And one of the one of the guys' names is Zonovan Knight, a running back for the Jets. <laughs> what Zonovan? Zonovan with a Z. Okay. And I only did it because I was on the home screen, and apparently there's a thing on the side. You know, you can like customize how your page is viewed. Uh, there's one tab that says trending week 13. Most acquired, most released. Have you seen that tab before? Uh, box? Yeah, I have seen that, yes. Okay. The number two name was Zonovan Knight, and I'm like, curious. And I clicked on it, and it said, running back for the Jets. And I was oh. like, I already picked up Mike White. So I was like, why not? Let, let's double dip. So now I'm going very Jets heavy this week, <laughs> and I might end up playing many Jets. All right. Well, I, I Turtle's going to win by 50 then. Uh, if you're playing Zonovan Knight. <laughs> yeah, I, I will say this. I, I know Zonovan Knight as his nickname. Do you know what his nickname is? Oh, God, it's got to be good. Go for it. Bam Bam. His nickname is Bam Bam Knight. That's his name. Dude, I just got a keeper for free. Thank, <laughs> thank you for telling me this information. Yes. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to take myself. <laughs> Is he your breakup player now, too? I, I wish I could start four running backs. I don't know which running back to bench for Mr. Bam Bam, but uh, damn it. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have heard people talk about him, but they call him Bam Bam, obviously, because, I mean, if you were if your nickname was Bam Bam, I would not want to go by anything else, right? Like, If, you, if your first name was Zonovan, I would want to go by anything else. <laughs> The hell is that? I, I feel like his like doctor just had terrible handwriting, and his name was supposed to be Donovan. Ah, yeah. And then on the birth certificate, it just looked like a Z. <laughs> so they're just like, eh, Donovan. No, it's just not correct. Him. He's a doctor. It's fine. It's true. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to the next matchup, and we have Pee Wee McLean versus Giuseppe. Uh, Pee Wee McLean's opening as a 17-point favorite here. Uh, Giuseppe and Turtle both have picked Pee Wee McLean, and boy, I don't, I, I see your guy, Mystic, Jamistical Hasty here in his lineup. Uh, so he subs out James Robinson for another backup Jacksonville running back. Giuseppe just loves backup Jacksonville Jaguar running backs. It's weird. Uh, and, he, and he missed out on Bam Bam. He did miss out on Bam Bam, and he, he I think Jamar Chase is going to play. Uh, who are they playing? They're playing Kansas City. That could be a good game for him. Interesting. I really want to take Giuseppe to win in an upset, but I just can't do it. I need... I can see easily Garrett Wilson being a dud. I can see easily Christian Watson not catching two touchdowns because, I mean, well, they do play the Bears, though. Jesus Christ. Five touchdowns probably for Christian Watson this week. Uh, yeah, I can't do it. I got to I gotta take Pee Wee McLean here. I do need to make up ground, but uh, I'm not going to pick my spot here. I'm just going to roll with the chalk. And uh, I think Giuseppe keeps it close, but I don't think he'll win. What do you think? 
I'm sorry. Did, did Giuseppe say he would take himself? No, he's picking Peewee. Uh, I will take Giuseppe. Uh, I need to make up ground, which I know I can't do. But anyway, I'm going to take Giuseppe. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to struggle in Cincinnati. Uh, I think Mahomes is a slightly above average quarterback and how he's playing in the elements in the Cincinnati and they have good defense. He's going to struggle. I think Austin Eckler is still going to blow up, which is unfortunate for Giuseppe. But now it's just about mitigating damage, you know, like CD Lamb. If uh, Dallas is up huge, they might not be throwing him the ball. Uh, you mentioned Garrett Wilson and Christian Watson. I don't know. I'm not high on Christian Watson. Like, I have a feeling this is the game. So here's my theory. Uh, I saw on your um, the message board post for topics, you mentioned the Bears have a chance at the number two overall pick. They do, yep. Which, was, which shocked me when I saw that. But the one thing I know about the Bears is whenever we have a chance for a good draft spot is when we start to win. Sure. So I have a feeling <clears throat> this is the week we beat Green Bay and send Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, <clears throat> like we did with with Favre, right? When when he was on his last leg. Yeah, in Minnesota. Like, yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, we, we, we annihilated him. And it was hilarious to watch. I have a feeling this is going to be Aaron Rodgers' farewell in, in a soldier field. So I think they're going to struggle. Yeah, give me Giuseppe. Why not? <laughs> I like it. You know, uh, hopefully the Bears can finish the job on Aaron Rodgers, maybe break a couple ribs. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? You think Is well, that painful enough? I don't want him to leave injured. I want him to be there the entire game wondering, why are these defensive players so fast and intercepting all my passes? Why am I getting sacked every other, you know what I'm saying? Like I want that outcome. I don't want him to wuss out and say, I got Uh, hurt and leave. I want him to rub his nose in it. Got it. All right. Well, I mean, I would love if that happened, but yes, if the bears lose every game from here on out, they will be guaranteed the second, at least the second overall pick because there's nobody worse than them right now. Uh, I just feel like there's a, how are there no other terrible teams in the NFL? Well, I think what, it comes down missing? to tiebreakers. I want to say at this point. So, hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it's Detroit and then the Bears. <laughs> okay, <laughs> probably. And they beat us, so yeah. Yep, they sure did. So, all right, I'm gonna take Pew McLean. Let's go to the next matchup, and we have Mike's. Lucky Luciano's versus Matt's Sweet Home Gano. A shout out to Sweet Home Chicago from the Blues Brothers movie. Primetime, you ever seen the Blues Brothers? Uh did once and if i did it was like recently like within the last 10 years like i didn't watch it when like it was big yeah i I didn't i thought i was kind of overrated uh whatever you do do not watch the blues brothers 2000 uh sequel i want to say uh probably one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life (laughs) anything that ends in 2000 is usually a bad movie that was a terrible year i don't know what they were thinking but it was all bad yeah, let me make sure. I think it was Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah, but it came out in 1998. <laughs> uh, <laughs> John Goodman was in that one, I think. 
Oh man, that that was a stinker. Don't watch that one. <laughs> I will not. Yes. Um, Matt is a twenty-two and a half point favorite here against Mike. Uh, I will mention that Giuseppe and Turtle both picked Matt to win, Bishop. So do you agree? Uh, Mike's got some bye week players in his team. Got some holes to fill. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, it's tough for Mike. Um, I want to go the opposite of everyone. Try to make up ground, but I don't think this is the matchup to do it in. Uh, Leonard Fournette's hurt; he can't plug in him. Apparently, Melvin Gordon's on the Chiefs, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, will he be able to play? I don't know. Oh, very interesting. Uh, yeah, I just—I don't think. With all due respect to Mike, I think this is a uh, a down year for him and it's going to be a down week for him and with all due respect don't worry about it <laughs> yeah the uh the running back position is going to be tough for him this for for mike this week he's got chuba hubbard on a bye uh which is hilarious in itself um but his only other options are melvin gordon who just got to kansas city like last week uh and he's got like four other running backs ahead of him and Leonard Fournette, who's got a hip injury, who did not play last week. Uh, so he's kind of boned here. Um, and isn't Najee Harris hurt? And Yes. Yes. Najee Harris is also I, questionable. I, he might have zero <laughs> running backs right now. Yeah. I mean, Santino might have better running backs than Mike this week, which is... And he, he missed out on Bam Bam, too. He what did. I would I would rush to the waiver wire if I were you and pick up Benny Snell if I was you, Mike. But you've probably checked out for the season. I don't blame you. Uh, Matt wins going away this week. He's got my guy Raymondre Stevenson. I think he's going to have a good game against Buffalo on Thursday. And uh, Aaron Jones versus the Bears. Could score four touchdowns by himself. Uh, so, yeah, I think... Uh, think matt gets it done this week <clears throat> and let's go to the sh- the ditka excuse me and our first matchup is the bleach bowl for micah and worm worms team taylor versus micah serbia um micah is a 13 point favorite here and turtle has picked worm to win and Giuseppe has picked Micah to win. And I don't know. Uh, RT Sports seems to love Micah this week. He's got him at 84% to to win. 13-point victory. Let's look at the matchups. Travis Kelsey versus Cincinnati is looking pretty juicy. Uh, Travis Etienne, if he plays, could be in a good situation against uh, uh, Detroit. Uh, your guy Nick Chubb versus Houston. That could be a big one. Yeah, I'm gonna take Micah. I think I think his players are have a little bit better situations this week. And Worm is playing a Houston uh running back who has been losing his work recently. Uh the last double digit performance that Damian Pierce has had was in week eight. 
and uh, it's it's been a rough go for him. And he gets to play the vaunted. I will start Cleveland Browns defense. Cleveland Browns defense this week. So give me all of Micah this week. What do you think? Yeah, this is gonna <clears throat> excuse me. This is gonna be an interesting one. Um so so far we got two for Mike, Micah, and one for Worm. Correct. If I okay. Uh let's see. I am going to take yeah, dude, all these matchups are terrible. Like, like, <clears throat> like, look at this. Amari Cooper is at home against that, that Hew- Cleveland Houston, right? Yep. You saw Chubbs playing Houston. He's going to have a good game. And Worm is starting the Browns quarterback, and he's stacking it with Amari Cooper. That's Deshaun Watson, my friend. He's back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he hasn't played football in like three years. We don't know if he yeah. can still play football. Uh, yeah. I think they were just going to put him in at the end of the game, right? Like, they're going to be up. They don't need to bring Deshaun Watson back. No, he's starting. He's starting this game. Yeah, I know. I'm saying he shouldn't. (laughs) I'm saying he shouldn't. Why would you? Oh, gosh. All right. Yeah, I'm going to take Micah then because there's no way I can go with Deshaun Watson. Even if they're playing Houston, I feel like if you haven't played football in a year and a half or however long he's been out, uh, you're going to be rusty. Yeah. And even if you're going against Levy Smith's terrible defense in the, in Houston, I think you're still going to struggle. So they're going to have to feed Nick Chubb. I would just put him in in garbage. Like, I, don't, I don't understand why you're playing Watt, starting Watson, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll take Micah. Well, they, I mean, they traded a bunch of shit for him and gave him a bunch of money. So, I mean, they want to play him. So, uh <laughs> Just just watch out for all uh, massage parlor uh, employees this weekend after this game. But yeah, this is a big game for for the division. Currently, Worms in the in the lead. But uh, if uh, if Micah can can catch a victory here, he increases his chances at winning the division and making the playoffs. So let's go to the last matchup. And we're going to have BDI's D's Nuts versus Santino's Wolf Pup. And BDI's only a seven and a half point favorite over a surging Santino. Uh, Giuseppe and Turtle both pick BDI. So, Bishop, what do you think? Huh. I was wrong last week about him, but I'm not going to be wrong this week. I'm going to take Santino in this matchup. Jacksonville, uh, I think they're going to be losing to Detroit, so the quarterback's going to be throwing the ball. Uh, Rex Burkhead might do something. <laughs> He's starting Tyler Alligator. That's <laughs> yep. What else does he have? Oh, what else can we do, Mike uh, Santino? I don't know. Got Rondell Moore on a bye, but he's maybe Keenan Allen. Is he back? Yeah, he's back. Looks like he's back. AJ Brown, like his receivers still aren't terrible. Uh, on the BDI's roster, he's starting the Daryl Henderson Gus Bus combo, uh, benching Cordero Patterson. That's going to be interesting. And Kamara, yeah, wow, he has six running backs on his team. Another guy who could have used Bam Bam. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling his receivers are going to struggle this week. So, yeah, I'm going to take Santino, and I don't even think it's an upset. Wow. Very bold. 
I mean, don't get me wrong, it's going to be low scoring. Absolutely. It will be low yeah. scoring. And you, I mean, Daryl Henderson, like, he just got there, like, two weeks ago, and he's going to be the third guy. And you've got, I know Alvin Kamara has struggled. I, I understand that you're pissed off and you're frustrated. But there's no, there's no chance in hell that Daryl Henderson is a better play this week than, than Alvin Kamara. I just, just can't do it. You know, I was, I came, I already wrote this down as BDI, but uh, that was before I saw that what his uh, <laughs> his his roster moves have been. Uh, so you know what we're gonna do here, buddy. I'm I'm editing the document right now. That's what that noise mm. was. Okay. I'm picking Santino. Let's go. Let's do it. I believe in you. I believe in Santa Claus. Just, just like uh, <laughs> Bishop's daughter. And uh, hopefully we get we get some good presents this week and a BDI loss. Hopefully that happens. You talked me into it, Bishop. I did. I'm a salesman. Yeah, you sold me a, a bill of goods here. You probably just cost me five dollars, but whatever, you know. I'll I'll, I'll bet <laughs> I'll bet five bucks on Santino. It's all all right. It's a twenty. Shit. Damn it. I already made my pick. I'm gonna pick Santino. I'm gonna let it ride here. Uh, I already mentioned my breakout player. It's gonna be Christian Kirk this week, buddy. Who, who's yours? Oh, I got Jamal Williams, uh, running back from Detroit. Uh, they're at home against Jacksonville. He only gets touchdowns. He's going to have like five touchdowns and on five carries for five yards. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, good luck to everybody in Bleach Bowls this week. And uh, we'll have a full uh, playoff uh, scenario podcast next week. This has been the Week 13 preview show. Fantasy football scoop and poop. All right. Show's over. I'm tired. and poop fantasy podcast now available on itunes also email us at scoop and poop at gmail.com